Thank you to our Patreon supporters. Stephanie O, Jacqueline M, Nathan E, Matthew J, Paul and Sandy J, Sarah P, a.k.a. Situational Daddy on Instagram, and Big Time Jim. Help support our show by going to patreon.com slash what we remember. Thanks. I can't think no. <laughs> of uh, how to brand Bill and Ted chips. No. Game with okay. death That's chips a bit of a... to make them real spicy. Ooh. They make like one real spicy. Is that Bruce Lee? Ooh, yeah, Game of Death. They come in the size of a telephone booth, the chip bag. It's really big. <laughs> you can hop in and go through time. Oh, it'd be fun if it was like an old-timey chip, like something... Uh... It came in like a telephone booth box. Yeah. What if you got just a crate of chips? Because then you use the Socrates joke. Oh. Jesus. A so crates of chips. Yeah. I don't think we've nailed an intro yet. No. Nope. <laughs> Hold on. Don't. Don't. Don't you put dare. that. Don't yet. you dare. What do you mean? Put that in. I won't. Well, I can't. Because you're going to good. You're going to destroy our brand, Brad. People expect us yeah. to be the funniest podcast <clears throat> they listen to. When people start the podcast, I hope they have no idea of what we're talking about or what we were talking about. And they're just complete. It's no context. They're worried. Honestly, openings. like they're this like, opening makes or breaks it sometimes. They're like, what if we jump? You think into? so? You think people turn it off after they hear that the opening is just meandering? They're like, uh oh, that's I, gross. Well, I mean, if it if it's if it's a bad opening, yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah, mean, how of many? Because I've done that myself. So many like, I'll start, start a podcast a, that's just like a meandering, and yep. if it goes for like a minute, I'll skip thirty seconds. Yeah, you got to keep yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Keep I think we I think we do enough where it's like brief enough. I think the last episode we goes to like hundred one Dalmatians had a really good quick. Oh, did it? Like little blade. That episode was long, though. It, it was. It was we so talked too long. much. We talked too much about that film. <laughs> I'll jump like five minutes past the opening of a podcast and not ha- not feel like I missed anything. No, yeah. usually. Like it's I just like, missed the ad reads and the. It's not like Joe Rogan. Yeah. That one's like you have to go through like seven minutes of ads just to get to like where the actual. <laughs> I watch it on YouTube is. content and it's fine. They'll yeah. Do the well, ads. yeah. Right. We still haven't nailed it. Yeah, whatever. My name is Bradley Jones. <laughs> I'm Andrew Moldenauer. I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but it's a podcast where we try to remember what happened in a movie that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. And this is what we remember about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as... We're watching films, see what we remember and what memories we killed. Let's start the show, here we go. This is what we remember. Don't they do like the air guitar? The Wild Stallions. Spelled w y l d. Oh, that's their band. S t y l i o n s or something. There's a lot of Y's in there. Wow, it's like sticks. This is the '80s, like film, right? So much '80s in here. Yeah, this came out in '87. I mean, I believe you. You're the movie year guy. '85. I'll go to you. I'll phone a friend and ask you when this movie came out. Might be '86. I actually don't know. Oh my god! Start it off. Who's in the movie? Keanu Reeves. I, I know that guy. I think I've seen him in a few pictures. He, he might have been in something. Johnny Manamic. He did and, that. Uh, oh, that's right. That's it. Chain Reaction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, naming yeah. all of his big films. Yeah, he, yeah, did, that sur- he did that surfing movie called <laughs> Surf's Up, and then he did... Um, that, that's a like, Penguin movie. He did that... Uh, he did that movie with Swayze, Roadhouse? Oh, yeah, he was yeah, in yeah. Roadhouse. <laughs> he also did that movie where like he, he was like... 
inside the computers. I think it was called like Lawnmower Man. Bit yeah, or chip or that's something. right. Chip it, was, bit. it was the Lawnmower Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just all Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic's actually like five. And then movies. he was in that movie where he was sending letters to himself in the past. It was oh, called yeah. Lake House. Sure. That's actually what it's called. <laughs> Hey, you're not even making a joke now. It's just, you're just stating facts. This isn't fun. Yep. <laughs> what other was one other big name? Alex Winter. Okay, I wasn't think. I thought you already said that one. Okay, you're 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 thinking of um, Baldy. Yes. With the sunglasses. Yes. <laughs> and of course the trench coat. Uh huh. You one know, of the most famous comedians of all time. Yeah. Which you can't name for some reason. Bob Newhart. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Told you. Can't tell if it's a joke or not. But. <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course it's not. It's a Newhart show. Bob Newhart would kind of fit the mold, though. <laughs> not the worst substitute. <laughs> it, was, it was on brand. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Uh, his name is um, uh, Carl. Oh, geez. It's uh, Carl Sagan. It's um, this is a Bill Bill Paxton. Wait, no, uh, hold on, again. hold on, hold on. His name oh. is. It's name, Jim. You're getting twisted so hard Palmer. right now. You're getting twisted so hard right now. It's, it's you're getting twisted. Carlton. That's yeah, real. Wow, that's like <laughs> that's close. It's, it's like, close. It's different. coming to me so. You'll, you'll get there. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get a time machine. We're gonna go back in time from now. Where Please you, don't say his <laughs> name until I get it. Or you're well, you'll have known the name, and I'll be able to put it into this episode. Oh my gosh, it's still not there. I'm, I'm formulating it in my head. Pa- we'll pass. <laughs> so Keanu Reeves oh. and Alex Winter, would you call them burnouts, or are they just like cool surfer They're surfers. Dudes? They're yeah. surfer burnouts. It doesn't seem like they like talk about smoking weed a lot, even though they have that like vibe to them. Like, yeah. Cool dudes. Yeah, they, there's no smoking weed in this movie. They're just real but, chill like, guys. Yeah. I think they do it. Yeah, you gotta you got think to, they to do it, together. right? Do you think they drink? You think they, they're, they, I don't know if they drink get either. Some buds they're like super party. fit too. Like oh, yeah. Alex Winter's like That's buff true. in this movie. He's got the cutoff. He's got, He's got that cutoff cut- tee. Yeah, <laughs> it's a sweater. It's like a cutoff sweater. Oh my god. Yeah, you see his belly the whole film. And he, he's got what? He's his hair. It's, it's uh, highlights, mm-hmm. curly highlights. He's the blonde short one. And Keanu's the tall dark haired one. That's how you know them apart. Yeah, yeah. The great combo. And Keanu's got the, the white shirt with the black vest on. Isn't that what yes. he's wearing? I thought he wore like, something blue, but I could No, be I think you're right, Andy. Oh. Hey. I think Andy's right. Andy's wow. together For when our once. powers combine. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, 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 we just gave that? each other Corona. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Why did we do that? Uh-oh. This is a poor choice. They're not very intelligent not by society's standards. No. They got a lot of street smarts. Yeah. And they, and they know seem, how to get things done. And they seem happy with what, they just don't like where school. they are. Like, it's not like, yeah, they just don't like school. They're like, yeah. this isn't for me. Yeah. They'd rather just hang out and play video games and eat ruffles and they're, Doritos they're living, and they Mountain live Dew. The dream, and, you know, they want to live the dream. Yeah, hang out with babes on a beach with the top down and a Corvette. And you your know. shirt up. Yeah. Okay, what was that Playing guy's the name? Guitar. <laughs> what is that guy's name? Carlson? <laughs> Playing the guitar. So <laughs> oh, damn it. And they have a band. That's the Wild Stallions. The Wild Stallions. But they're, is their band. Garbage. they're, they're terrible. garbage. They cannot play their instruments. Neither of them Do they actually sing. even play the instruments? They're, they start The movie starts with them going to like a battle of the bands, I think. Maybe that's the sequel. They're in their garage in the opening. Could be. I thought, I thought in the opening of the movie 
movie, they play Van Halen on their stereo and they're just mimicking it. Air guitar. They're just like mimicking it. They feel like mm. if they do that, I don't think they ever cool. actually practice. Yeah, it could no. be. No, they're not good at playing their instruments. <laughs> no, it's not what they do. Mm-mm. They want so there's a battle of the bands that they want to do. I don't know if that happens in this movie or the second one. That happens mm. in the second one. Okay. Okay. This and, is one where it's easy it, to kind of mix them up. I think it's not as music focused in this first one. I feel until like. Well, I guess it's not even at the end. No, it's not really as music focused as the other as the sequel. I'm worried that what I'm thinking of this movie is actually the sequel now. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a plot element that doesn't happen until the very end. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the, the I think it is. I think maybe maybe there is a battle of the bands at the end. So Ted's dad is going to send him to military school. Oh, if he, right. does, if he doesn't pass his, if he doesn't uh, pass this exam, exam. Him, his history yeah. exam. That's the big like crux, like the big stakes of the the movie. Whoa! You got to pass man. that exam to make it happen. <laughs> My dad wants me to pass this exam, <laughs> and it's what a history exam, right? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's a, he's he's got to know all the famous historians yeah, who are all white. He's got to put on a, a <laughs> ooh, that's true. Put on a big presentation at the end. There's like a almost like a talent show type thing where like everyone goes up and like yeah. does their project to the class. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is uh Bill's thing in this movie? What does he uh, got to do? It's set up that like his dad remarried a girl they used to go to high school with named Missy. That's like a thing. And then, oh like, yeah. Bill keeps like checking out his stepmom. And it's like super weird because she's mm. like she's like a super babe who like this hangs is, out in a bikini is... all day and makes him like sandwiches. Yeah, and he's like really weirded out by it, I think. But he's like trying to be nice to her. I don't know. But is his dad like a used car salesman? He's or like something? that. He's a creepy yeah. dude with like a mustache and glasses. And isn't he destined to just like work at his dad's used car business? Oh, maybe oh, that That's makes sense. Thing. His dad's got a dealership, something like that. If, it's like a scummy dealership. It's if, like if a, he doesn't pass high school, he has like to go Danny work DeVito in the dealership. Matilda. Matilda. Mm, maybe. Yeah, I think so. May, I might be making that up, but possibly. There's a moment where like Bill and Ted are hanging out in Bill's room, and then the mom walks in, and like the dad walks in and starts making out with the mom like hardcore. And the dad gives them like some money to like get out of the house so he can just oh, go yeah. bang the hot mom. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now your dad's going for it in your own room. <laughs> Shut up, Ted. Your stepmom is cute though. Shut up, Ted. Remember when I asked her to the prom? Shut up, Ted! Isn't um Ted's dad a cop? He's like a military. Yeah, he is a cop. And he wants to send Ted to military school. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then I don't know who who's the teacher. There's a teacher of yes. the high I school. I don't know. Um, or of the class. The I don't know what else class. he's from. But, yeah. yeah. And I still don't know that guy's name. That's okay. Because that guy comes down from uh, outer space or whatever. Because there is an aspect of the future to this film. Yep. Yeah. And the future is this idealized world. Everyone's wearing sweet white robes. And everyone is just like cool with each other. And it's because Bill and Ted did something to save the universe and like set it up as like this most peaceful place like ended war yep. no poverty everyone lives yeah, like everyone they lives, do they're everyone just lives, chill bros mm-hmm. everyone lives like chill bros they set the standard on how everyone should live George Carlin yep. hey, <laughs> got it welcome to the podcast Andy. <laughs> oh. I, get hurt. It's, yeah. I was like Carlton Carlton I was, and then I was just thinking of Fresh Prince of Bel Air <laughs> and I was like I gotta get off that train mm-hmm. Soul Train. Wait. <laughs> George his name, Carlin. His name is Rufus. 
Rufus, okay. And Rufus has to go... The sunglasses that he's wearing are like (laughs) angular. Mm -hmm. It's like the 80s future. Oh, yeah. Which are already in the future. Because everything looked like it was in the future. future, Everything looked like it was in the future. aesthetics, man. Neon everything. So Rufus has to go back in time to help Bill and Ted. Otherwise, if they don't become the wild stallions the entire future will be destroyed which means they have to pass that history exam. they gotta pass yeah. that history you can't, exam. Go to, you can't go to like, military academy the aliens out there have to help them pass a, a history exam well, that, that, like future to people. realize their potential yeah so that they can exist yes so we can have the future that's idealized you need to take care of yourself so that we can live mm-hmm so the there's a moment where like Bill and Ted are at a loss. They don't know what they're gonna do, and then Rufus lands in like a parking lot. Because I think they have one day to to do it. Yes. Yeah. Basically, it's mm-hmm. tomorrow. It's the next day. Mm-hmm. So Rufus comes down, visits them in the in the telephone booth, which is the mode of transportation, not the DeLorean, um, not anything else. It's <laughs> it's a it's a telephone booth with, the, with, the, with the a weird box. antenna on top yeah. of it. Yeah, it's nice and easy. It mm-hmm. is. You know, I don't even think you see it moving that much. Yeah. You, oh, you do see, like, animation graphics of it. Of like, lights of around Of traveling it. in, like, tubes and yeah. stuff, like, going through time. It's kind of Doctor Who-ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but they're, they're not necessarily moving that. They're moving the image behind it, I think. Yes. It's, like, psychedelic things moving around. And yeah. Then... And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Rufus goes to explain the plane. You guys got to go back and t- like they got to go back in time and learn about history, dudes. Dudes. <laughs> so they go back. So and- they go to like what looks like the Twilight Zone almost. They're yeah. in like some weird like boardroom thing, aren't they? Oh yeah, they, don't do they, they go to see like the, they go to future, see the future people? I think they do. Like he shows them like I'm not lying. I am from the future. Yes. Yeah. And then they're they do like some symbol. There's some symbol that they do. I don't know Single. if you guys remember this. I don't remember uh, this. It's like some salute that's like signifying Bill and Ted. The, this was it. This the, the, yeah, the yeah, guitar, yeah. The guitar, oh, the guitar, the guitar yeah. thing. The guitar yeah. thing. Yeah, that's their like <laughs> bow down to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a, it's like the uh, the big um, windmill arm. Yeah, the guitar. windmill arm. Yeah, that uh, whoever the, the yeah. who guy is. Pete Townsend. Now I'm getting names like crazy. (laughs) Got all the names now. Bill Paxton. (laughs) When Rufus originally visits them in the parking lot, another Bill and Ted come down from a telephone booth. (laughs) Yeah, it's them from the future. So I watched this and I was like, they're already telling you how it's going to end. They tell you, like, the middle of the movie happens. The middle of the the movie, they're just like, it's going to end fine. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, Okay. So a Bill and the Ted from like hours in the future <laughs> land, and they're having some like is- issues. Uh, they they also have like some of the historians in their telephone booth, but they go to like try to convince Bill and Ted that this is like the right thing to do. Like listen to Rufus, use the telephone booth, do all this stuff, and to in order to test them, if you are really me, what number am I thinking of? Sixty <laughs> nine, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the way he says it 69 dude and they do the yeah oh man who are you guys we're you dude no way no way yes way Ted look we know how you feel we didn't believe it either when we were you and we us said what we us are saying right now okay wait if you guys 
are really us. What number are we thinking of? 69, dudes! <sighs> Second act, Bill and Ted are having issues, and they like talk to Rufus a little bit, and then like first act, Bill and Ted just go into the telephone booth and go on their adventure. Yeah, yeah, because this movie's not that long. Nah. No, you gotta get it over with. Yeah, yeah. And um, so they're... Whose idea is it to go actually, like, get the people? I think Rufus, but I could be wrong. Maybe Bill and Ted come up with that idea. This is like a video game. Like, Rufus is, like, your guide mm-hmm. in case little you need bit. help. Yeah, he's... Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, just, it's like the new Jumanji the movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where do they go first? The Old West? Do they get I Billy the Kid? they go get Socrates first, maybe? I think they get Billy the Kid. Socrates first. And they yeah, have like an Old West later. shootout the thing. Kid. Okay. I'm going to get a little complicated with uh, who, how, who they get when. Why'd you have to go? Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So complicated. And Bill and Ted are just, you know, two dudes from the present day who don't fit in anywhere they go. They're they wearing, walk into a what a saloon. Yeah, they just yeah. walk into the saloon. You see the the doors flapping. Mm-hmm. Flip, 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 flip. <laughs> I like we're, these visuals you're giving. We're everyone. looking for Billy the Kid. He's playing cards and uh, gets in some some rough stuff. And Bill and Ted help save him, and they escape. Is it like a, a the police or the sheriff show up, or like a rival gang yeah, shows like up? Yeah, a bunch and of bandits he, like, helps, come in. Yeah, and then Billy's like, "You guys are all right." Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so he t- he takes him into the phone. Everybody's got to fit into the phone booth. Yeah, right? yeah, they cram in there. I think this no- thing must be big. I think Napoleon rides on the roof of it because <laughs> somebody breaks the the antenna, like the main, the, essentially the flux capacitor of the film that makes the telephone pole be able to go through time. I think the joke is like Napoleon is like scared the entire time and he doesn't mm-hmm. know where he is. He's a he character. Can't speak, he yeah. can't speak English no. at all, and so they don't understand him. And he's always getting lost. I think. I think he's like wandering off like a child yeah. because he's he's also short. I think they like lure him into the phone booth with like a chocolate bar or something like really silly. <laughs> Maybe. I don't understand. Yeah, it's I don't possible. know why they get they don't she, they shouldn't get Napoleon. Leave him be. <clears throat> yeah, he, I mean he's he's a murderer. Mm-hmm. Come yeah. on. What do they? They also get Beethoven. They get Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc, Beethoven, Socrates. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe uh-huh. a George Washington too. Nope, nope. too many okay, presidents. All right. Too many <laughs> presidents. Enough. John Adams. Nope, too em. many presidents. Get cut rid em. of them. Get them out. Get of out of my movie. Um, and they get Genghis Khan. They get Gandhi, oh, don't they? Do they get? No, they don't get Gandhi. They get Gandhi. <laughs> no. They gotta get Gandhi. No. Gotta get Gandhi. No, okay. No Gandhi. Um, Gandhi came out like two years after this. People didn't know what Gandhi was. <laughs> uh, a man named Ada. Uh, no, oh, never mind. No, no, they probably don't get him. They should go back in time. No, they definitely you know, don't get Kill him. baby Hitler. That there should you be go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not really utilizing this time machine for anything but selfish <clears throat> no, purposes. No, just to pass it. Just to pass this class. That's the chill way to do it, yeah. bro. <laughs> Each of them have, like, adventures. Do they get Genghis Khan? They get Genghis Khan. What? <laughs> Why would they get him? <laughs> you gotta talk about He's all like the, the people most he killed. Evil. He's bad. He's, He's a bad man. He's killed, like... He, I think they say that like he killed a fifth of the population when he was alive mm-hmm. or yeah. something like that. And like everyone's related to him at some yeah. some point. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone has Genghis Don't get that Mongolian guy. blood in them. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Yikes. That's no good. And they each go through like little segments. Some are quicker than others of like recruiting these people. Yeah. And then like once they have them, I think there's like trying to keep them all together. Yeah. There's a scene where they go to the mall. 
Yeah, before that happens, they still get like lost in time at some point, and they end up in like the Middle Ages because oh. they have to rescue two princess babes. Oh, oh. ooh, I yeah. don't remember What's that. What's this? Oh, I kind of remember this. Yeah, it's like their their big moment is to like they they land in some medieval times and get put captured and put in the gallows and have to do this elaborate escape. And they also like rescue some super babe princesses. Is there like a weird Rapunzel scene where he's like climbing up a building? They, yeah, <laughs> well, there's like a Roxanne bringing that back of like them like saying poetry, and he sings uh, "Every Rose Has a Thorn." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's, that's every night great. as it's dawn. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this. Every rose has a thorn. Every oh cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Every rose has a thorn. And they, they woo the ladies. They woo the two princesses. Oh, you beautiful babes from England, for whom we have traveled through time. Will you go to the prom with us in San Dimas? We will have a most triumphant time. So they bring them along as yeah, well? They, okay. They gotta, get, they get gotta. brought along. So I don't really remember some of those scenes where they're actually collecting the people. Traveling I think time. some of that's a montage, Some too. of it, yeah, I think yeah. some of it happens they, they much play a faster. Song. We gotta get this movie rolling. I feel like there's at least one where they show up, and it's not even like an adventure. Like They show up and just like grab someone. There's and a couple yes, like that. Again. The Joan of Arc one, they just grab and pull yeah. into the thing. Yeah, there's a couple like that. And then... Um, they do go back to present time, and there's time before the presentation. Doesn't Socrates get lost at the mall? Isn't yeah. that what happens? Well, they all get lost at the mall. I thought one of them runs off to the mall like socrates like goes to the mall well they take him to the mall to like just buy time for them to work on other stuff they sell time at the mall but they pass off napoleon onto like bill or ted's like younger brother to hang out with he's got a younger brother yeah and the, oh, and they're playing like video games or something well they take him bowling and napoleon gets like super pissed at bowling <laughs> and they end up like leaving him because he's just he's just a downer hanging out with napoleon yeah. And then Napoleon like wanders into a water park called Waterloo. Oh. Okay. And he, and he goes down a he, water slide and there's like a whole like He's not like, upset by that. They dedicate like 15 minutes of the movie to like Napoleon going down water slides. <laughs> Isn't that where, where Napoleon oh, got man. defeated was at Waterloo? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so And I thought Napoleon was Mr. Bean the first time I saw him. Rowan Atkinson should, should yeah. have been casted. Yeah, yeah. He'd have been perfect. He's he's a little too tall though. That's true. <laughs> Um, you want to talk about the mall? Not the mall, but there's also because Mozart a scene... really wails on some electric piano. That's <laughs> oh, like my does. favorite part of the whole movie. Well, that is like I want to see like those old timey musicians jump into the modern times and like, make music. That'd be sweet. Oh, I thought it. I thought it was Beethoven. Is it I, Mozart? Um, maybe Mozart would make more sense. Yeah, maybe. What's who's the deaf guy? Beethoven. It's Beethoven. Okay. Apparently, they, they call him Beat Evan a lot. I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Beat right. Evan. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Beethoven wasn't uh, as deaf as we thought he was. There were some... Uh, lies. I've been, I've been lied to? Lies. Yeah. I, I mean, I only heard one story about this on NPR, but they were saying that um, someone recovered his old journal when, like, at the last few years of his life. And he clearly was writing about things that he was hearing. He's like, <laughs> his jerk said he didn't like my song. I like, heard it. His hearing may have been like pretty bad, but yeah. like he could still hear some things. It's pretty sensationalizing to think of people who are great at a craft like having some sort of deficiency, though. Yeah, that's just yeah. a good story. It is. Yeah, I mean, we probably like created the idea of who he was mm-hmm. after the fact. Yeah, you kind of romanticize that. Yeah, stuff, yeah getting rid of some. Doubt. It's like George Washington. 
Oh yeah, he jumped down like a cherry tree and he confessed about it. That actually happened. Yeah, one teeth. <laughs> Where? We know like three I'm things sure. about George Washington. I'm sure. Like that's all he did was those three things. Come on. <laughs> well, he, he declared Thanksgiving a holiday. Okay, take that. What's your favorite part of the mall montage, Andy Hubert? I couldn't even tell you. I didn't even remember them going to the mall. Oh, like Genghis Khan like fights like uh, balloons and rubber balls and I stuff, mean, and he finds like modern weapons and like. Like I, I'm picturing like aisles. Napoleon at like a arcade playing like a war game. Yeah, that's what I would assume. Yeah, somebody does do that, and then he gets shot. I think I think Billy the something. Kid is playing video games. Oh, maybe he's playing like a oh, shooty arcade. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's playing like a gun smoke game. Of some kind. It, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I forget what Socrates is doing. He's like. So great. I forgot about that. They do call him Socrates. Oh, Socrates. Yeah. That's like the thing I remember the most from this Socrates. movie. Socrates. What's up, Socrates? I think he's trying to like, philosophize in the mall, but he's like wearing a bathrobe and like. Yeah, doesn't he get on a soapbox? Possibly. Yeah. yeah. Now, does he Literally. does he speak Latin or does he actually can he actually talk to them? I don't think he talks English. He speaks okay. Latin. He's, he's Greek. Greek. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a moment during the presentation where they have to translate for some of these people. Mm-hmm. They translate for Socrates. They tran. Wait, how? Sign language, dog. They know sign language? Apparently. What? American <laughs> sign language? Wow. Well, they don't have to worry about passing this. They could just become a sign language person. You know? And those are valuable. There you go. <laughs> but they all get arrested. They do. <gasps> they go to the I know, jail. I know a little bit about what this What do they scene? get arrested yeah. for, though? Just loitering in the mall and causing chaos. I think, yeah, uh, maybe like... I don't think Bill and Ted get arrested, yeah. but I think uh, Socrates yes, and cause uh, they all do. Joan of Arc is like putting on some aerobic gear, and she like just is working out in front of like a TV, right? And, like, and she, so, they're all just causing mischief. In and this then Bill oh, and Ted man. are like, "Oh dang! Like we got them all arrested. We got to go bust them out." <laughs> <laughs> that was a good impression. Sure. <laughs> So they got to sneak into the police office. Yes. Where Ted's dad works. <laughs> the police office. Police office. The police, definitely what you call the it. Police the police station. <laughs> oh, yes. The police department. <laughs> department. <laughs> department. That's what Napoleon says. <laughs> so, yeah, they have to go to the police office. Yeah, how do they do it? How do they get them out? So, I don't remember the exact setup, Here but, like, go. this is where... Okay, you know about I'm, this. I'm just They're kind of smart. I'm, you ride it out. You guys run Keanu's with it. I know a little nothing. smart. I don't know what the problem is. They need the keys. They need but, keys. But the keys the aren't there. No. And so they're like, well, what if... I just tell my future self to put the keys there or something like yep, that. Yeah, I'll oh. steal my dad's keys and put them in this bush. I'll just tell my future self to steal the keys, go back in time, and put them there. And they like, and then he just does it in his head. He like thinks about it. Uh huh. Remember and then, the keys. And then like they sit there for a second, and then they look back, and the keys are there now. <laughs> and they're like, "Whoa, the keys!" <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to watch is that is that yeah, what you remember? Right. Well, there's another another part too because the dad catches him breaking out everybody. Yeah, and then Ted's like, "Remember to put trash cans." Yes, and I like, was thinking about a trash can too. <laughs> for some weird, I thought reason, they were hiding behind a trash can though. Ted, future Ted and Bill were able to put trash cans above where he is, and they fall on him, and they're able to escape the police office because and he's as, stuck in a trash can. And right as the trash can falls, I think they both look at each other and they go, Oh my gosh. 
And they break them all out. And they, they break get them to all do out. Their school presentation at San Dimas High School. And San it's like Dimas. I think they San break them high school football rules. <laughs> I think they break happens. them out at like five in the morning or something like that, and then they have to rush right over to school. Yeah, the presentation. There's like they, they were up. up the entire night basically collecting yeah. these people. Yeah, and they have to do the history presentation at a pep rally. It's it's like in an auditorium. <laughs> what? It's a sort of, it's sort of a pep rally. It's like an indoor pep rally. It kind of is. It's a. It's, what? So this high school is gigantic. It's some Californian high school in San Dimas, and everybody has to do their presentation live in front of the entire class. This would be the worst. I, I not, would not, not just to do, do the presentation. It. I don't want to sit through everyone else's presentation. Yeah. I mean, everyone's this. bored to tears Jeez, at this point. Yeah, what are they just reading Ugh. from their yeah. presentation? They, they go through a couple of different and this is versions. Before PowerPoint, of, even so, they're probably just of reading off of papers yeah. and stuff. It's not very good. Ugh. So the teacher is about to call it quits. Bill and Ted aren't here. They're gonna get zero. Yeah, because they're like waiting. Yeah. They have yeah. a certain amount of time to get in. And I think suddenly the lights go off, yeah. and like a big presentation starts. Yeah. Yep. With lights and sound effects. Like, they have all this stuff queued up. And Bill and Ted From uh, California. <laughs> <laughs> well they yeah, they tell everyone where everyone's from. Like, yeah, yeah. They give everyone like um wrestler, NBA player like introductions. Yes. Yep, yep, yes. that's what I'm thinking. That's what, I, I can't actually sing that song, but whatever that song is that they play before like, know, the basketball players the, enter and it's like the Michael Jordan song? Yeah. I know what yeah. you're <laughs> it's a great song. It's so good. It is. <laughs> You're not doing any justice whatsoever. I don't care. I don't I'm care one either. person. Brad's going to layer it underneath. And yeah. it'll be, it'll You're be doing great. like an 8-bit version of it. Ooh, <laughs> I got one voice. We need to find an 8-bit version of that now. I want to hear that. And they go through everybody. They tell Bill and Ted tell the history of every everyone, and then yep. the everyone like tells their stories to the class, and everyone is just they so engaged. It's the coolest presentation. It's the best presentation of all time. It's real chill. And Just then, like the so let's go through what they. Wh- what do these people do? Socrates. Socrates. He like philosophizes. He's a philosopher. But and then Bill and Ted have to translate. Like Socrates, like does some symbolism and like hand language and things, and uh-huh. he just tries to get his point across. Yeah, and they, uh, they're just reading his mm-hmm. body language. I don't think Napoleon ever gets his moment on the stage. Eh. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, is he like? Yeah. He, he's late or he gets missing again or mm-hmm. he disappears. Because be. I yep. think he. I think. I think Napoleon. There's somebody. I thought it was Socrates, but I think it's Napoleon. Just wants wanders off through most of the movie. Yes, he does. Okay. He ends up in Waterloo. That's true. That's true. That's <laughs> yeah. where he ends up. Yeah. Yeah. Beethoven so he misses the presentation. Ends up playing the piano. Uh, Billy the Kid like twirls his gun real cool. And does a lasso maybe. Mm. Yeah. Um, Genghis Khan does like a martial arts exhibition no. thing. What is he like twirling with swords? Yeah. <laughs> twirling with That's what That's he does. a history project. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln does his four score. Four score and seven years ago, <laughs> our forefathers brought forth on this land. <laughs> and uh, they end the presentation, and everyone like zooms out on that telephone booth, and it's like this most magical thing. I think they even like blow wind through like the audience, and they don't know what's going on. Yep, because they got to return all these people back to their time. They do, and. Someone's mowing their grass, and that's mm-hmm. okay too. That's fine. That happens, you know. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle of the movie, they do go reenact, so you see the flip side of the part in Act One where they meet each other, but then you see it from like their perspective. Their perspective. Yeah. It's pretty interesting how they how, like that's done. Kind of Back to the Future too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. fun. It, it is. is. Fun. It's a lot of fun. Bill and Ted Two is what scared me as a child. That's a great movie. 
this there's movie, some scary rabbit scenes in there. This movie mm. ends with them forming like a version of the Wild Stallions with like the princesses on like bass and keyboard and then playing guitar. Oh. And they uh, play a song <clears throat> and then like that's kind of how the movie ends. That makes okay. sense. Yeah. And then they so like the band. start they of the, the band. Future. Yeah, Rufus like comes by and, like you did it. Everything's going to be fine. Chill. And then uh, speaking of Bill and Ted 3, which is coming out soon. Yeah. Apparently, so the plot line of that is they never wrote the song that makes him famous. <laughs> yeah. And they're running out of time, which, really is, which is a good plot. That it's is very it's funny. Really good. They just didn't do it. But Bill and Ted. Yeah. I oh, can't yeah. wait That's to right. watch this. No, I'm so excited. We'll watch, we're going to watch Bill and Ted and see what we got right and what we got wrong. And Andy Huber's going to talk. Finally. Finally about something he remembers. Is there anything that we didn't mention that you remember from this there film? There was that, that one scene where they Here did the thing with it's the stuff and the guy. Where they pretend uh-huh. they're wearing armor, but then the armor falls down the stairs. Is of that the course, scene you're talking exactly about? that's exactly the scene I was talking <laughs> yeah, about. Where they're like, trying to rescue the girls. Yeah. I was going to say <laughs> oh, that, boy. Brad, and then you... you where they go to a dungeon or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Boy. That's the scene you remember. <laughs> of course. Everyone remembers that scene. Mm, and Napoleon hanging out in the top of the phone booth, causing trouble. Phone booth break in. I don't think I want to do that. Well, let's see what we got right and wrong. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Ted, while I agree that in time our band will be most triumphant, the truth is Wild Stallions will never be a super band until we have Eddie Van Halen on guitar. Yes, Bill, but I do not believe we will get Eddie Van Halen until we have a triumphant video. Ted, it's pointless to have a triumphant video before we even have decent instruments. Well, how can we have decent instruments we don't really even know how to play? That is why we need Eddie Van Halen. And that is why we need a triumphant video. Welcome back to the Be Excellent to Each Other podcast. We watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Excellent! <laughs> 69! <laughs> yeah. So, like Rufus's reaction to the second time is like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I heard it so many times. These are the people. Yeah, he's like, he's like his destiny. Dude, that. Carlin's re- like acting was really funny. Yeah. I really liked he's it. He's only in like four scenes. He is, oh, but yeah. I liked it, but I, it was, I liked it because you were never sure if he was like genuine, like, wow, it's the guys, or if he was just sort of like, Wow, it's the guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can never quite tell. Yeah, them. my my thought on that was like maybe he's he's in a position to help them when they're like not like these like super famous people. So yeah. he like sees them as like maybe doofuses like yeah, they are. He realizes yeah. he's like when wow, everybody we else idolize these idolize people. Yeah, them as like the idea of who they are. But he still asks for their autograph. Yeah, because they're they stopped a war. Which we forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they prevent a future war from happening because mm-hmm. their song brings people together, apparently. They unite the whole uh, planet. But that world doesn't seem very fun in a place that I would want to live. It's like a Twilight Zone. Every, yeah, everyone seems like mentally neutered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's true. To be, that, to be fair. <laughs> man, there was like one scene where I was just like, nothing's happening. This song is going on forever. It's a very slow scene when they go to the future. I wonder if anybody who's seen this movie could tell me how it opens. Because it opens with a golden crystal diamond just yes. like falling out of the sky. It almost, the it almost feels like a weird like, what is, James why? Bond movie What is intro? it set up? That's exactly what I wrote. I, yeah. I was like, this feels like James Bond. It does. Is that what it's supposed to be parody? I don't know. I don't know exactly, but that's what it looked like. It's that's such it a for big, forgettable beginning. It is. The scene. I, it like, is. I don't know what's I, going on here. Why, why a diamond, too? Like Diamonds are forever? <laughs> the, yeah, the diamond didn't make sense. It's the like, diamond doesn't It doesn't give them power. The, it's like not something. It's not a MacGuffin of any kind. Yeah. There's no diamond. It, do, it doesn't the, like turn into the phone booth. Nope, it's just part of the aesthetic of the future. 
I would like it to have like turned into the phone booth, maybe. I thought they were gonna like zoom out and it was gonna be like the knob to a guitar or something that oh, they were playing. And, been... then, and I was like, that'd be neat. And then it didn't. And I was like, no, never mind. Yeah. I kind of didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, this is interesting. There's a diamond. And then the movie started. I, I think was like, that's, all right. I she just forget about that opening. I feel like <laughs> that's about true it. of yeah. most of this movie. You're just like, oh, that's interesting, but I forgot yeah, about it. Yeah, just move on. Move on. Keep it on. Keep moving. We Which gotta, is fine. We got I mean, that's to do here. kind of what this movie exists for. We built like seven set pieces. We got to use them. Yeah. This is basically Dude, Where's My Car for the 80s. You're right. It's also Wayne's World. It is also Wayne's World. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Mm-hmm. We could use uh, another one. Not I think so. Not necessarily Bill and Ted 3. You think we're ready for another one? We'll see what happens. Another yeah. duo comedy, buddy yeah. comedy movie. I think, I mean, it's fitting. We've done episodes for both of those other movies it's as true. well. So Maybe their daughters will get one. their spinoff in the Bill and Ted 3. That's like the gimmick of the third movie is they have daughters now. Yeah. So maybe uh, that'll mm-hmm. maybe that'll spin them off. I'm excited to see how it goes. <laughs> it's classic catchphrase. Join, join, join us for join us for part three. Any more out of generalizations? You guys uh, think about this film? They're young. Well, Alex Winter's younger than I thought. Yeah, like, he looks much younger than I remember. Yeah, him they were looking. both I think 2021 when they shot this. They have a lot of makeup on. I noticed that. Yeah, so. I I noticed a lot of not great ADR. Um, mm. I mean, I wouldn't, again, with a movie like this, I don't really expect the ADR to be amazing, but there were so many scenes where it wasn't even close to matching lips of characters mm-hmm. doing things, <laughs> and it was throwing me off. It was, like, it was bugging me. Luckily, Luckily I wasn't things. paying that much attention to it. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just watching it from my TV. Did you have headphones on? Yes. Ah, you That'll notice, do it. yeah, you easily notice oh the ADR. Yeah, I was headphones. watching this on my computer. Um, some of the... We act- forgot some of the people. We forgot about Freud. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Forgot about Freud. He, he, yeah, he played a big part. Was that a Freudian slip? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. oh! I don't think that was a about slip. About your big part. <laughs> Should I lay down? <laughs> Is that a Freudian slip? <laughs> I like when the cop was like trying to interrogate him, like, him and yeah. he like interrogated him back. That was, <laughs> that was, a, that a was good really funny. Why do you keep asking me these questions? <laughs> I would have liked to more talk of about that. your mother. I would have yes. liked a lot more of that. That would have been fun. <laughs> that would have been a lot more fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say this movie feels empty at parts. It yes. feels very empty. It feels like they're trying to fill the movie with things. And yeah, they just this... kind of run, like Napoleon's like B plot, like helps like pad the running. We time. should explain that because we were trying to remember why Napoleon. Like we thought he wandered away from He's the group in but... the movie just to make it. The he, ninety minute long. He's the Mr. Time. Bean. He of gets, the- yeah, he gets like accidentally pulled along with. Yeah, them he doesn't somehow. even mean to. He gets no. shot. A cannon blows up behind him, and he falls into the portal. Yep, and just happens shows up, and then they get, they pawn him off on the little brother, and they're like, "Take care of him." And so then- I thought that like the portal like lassoed him with like some yeah. kind of electricity because he got he got pulled no. with so- this like. I thought it, it grabbed his like foot or pulled, something. Yeah, something grabbed him and pulled him in. And I apparently think. you could travel through there without being in the telephone booth. You yeah. just be all loosey-goosey in that transferring time thing. Yeah. That's weird. I, I the, when they were going through time, too, it looked like they were going like in. They were inside a strand of hair or something like yeah. that. I, I mentioned like circuitry of a computer. Yeah. But like, that doesn't make much sense. Late 80s CGI. Rufus calls it yeah. the, the strings or strands of history? Strands. That's, that's his... Mm. Like, Okay. I don't know. It was so easy to shoot that scene too. Oh, just yeah. like in the in the teleporter, just shaking it back and forth. With yeah. the green I did like the, in the trivia they mentioned that it was originally supposed to be like a van, mm. and I was like, oh, that would have been really good. But they were worried to be too similar to Back to the Future, so they changed it. I was gonna say Scooby Doo. 
Yeah. yeah. I was thinking Scooby-Doo as well. I like the telephone booth, but it does get a little cramped in there. Well, I, I also thought that was funny because I'm like, they changed it from a van because of Back to the Future to a telephone booth, but they were like, no one knows what Doctor Who is. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, we're Americans. <laughs> we're Americans. Yeah, they're we're not going to get it. Nah. Yeah, that's, well, yeah. I think that's, <laughs> I think people probably wouldn't have. It also is something that just like stands out in a public place as being innocuous. Yeah. You know, you can hide it. And also like on the flip side, when it lands in the Old West, for example, it falls between two, two outhouses. outhouses. That was a good <laughs> yeah. And I was hoping someone would like use it as an outhouse. I like, the same thing. like Bill or Ted would like slip in some poop or like see that someone had pooped in the Or a guy was like pulling his pants down right when they yeah. got back to it. Like, get out of here. <laughs> I felt like this movie was full of like missed opportunities of, of maybe not quality jokes, but like there are clear opportunities of jokes that they didn't take. The setups are flimsy yeah. for some of the things. Yeah. When they're trying to get Billy the Kid, like he comes in the uh, the Old West Saloon, busts in. He's and we don't really know what his plan is. He just says he needs two people. He comes in shooting his gun for no reason. Well, yeah, he's probably he's just trying to get a gang like, together. Billy, that's dangerous. No, stuff, he was trying right? to put a poker game together. Yes, oh, and, he, he, and he was setting up uh, Alex Winter to win. Yeah, he needed people to help him cheat in poker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that scene was like kind of funny. Like they, there was the one line where like Ted had no poker face, and then like Alex Winter was like, "You have to have a poker face, dude." And then like he was like, "Whoa, four aces!" <laughs> and then I kind of like how dumb they are. I, yes, I, that's the kind of movie that I think we need. Is like two dumb. Idiots. I need more dumb people in yeah, movies, just like dummies. Who are the dumbest people in movies? <laughs> I don't know. Like Adam stupid. Sandler? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the actor. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, It'd be hard to find a genuinely just like inept, dumb actor, but that'd be really funny. <laughs> Keanu kind of fit the bill pretty nice back then. Yeah, I think it kind of painted him as a dumb guy. Yeah. Like people think of him as that, that was, guy. That was the thing that like stereotyped They said that him. like... Ed Solomon like ran into them in line for like a McDonald's or something, and that's where he like was like, "You guys would be perfect for my movie." Because <laughs> they were doing they were... Ed Solomon. Ed Solomon. Oh, okay. Ed Solomon. I was like Ed Solomon the was involved in this. Yeah, apparently they were just like goofing off together out in front of this McDonald's, and he was just like, "I ha- they I need them in my movie." And well, and Keanu had Andrew done a couple Ted. movies. Yeah, by well, then. they both. I mean, they both still had to audition, but he like yeah. asked them to audition for the movie, and they beat out people like Pauly Shore who I'm totally surprised was not in this movie. Like, dang. I mean, that makes... That would have been good for him. Yeah. Would have been his first or first credit. We haven't even done a Pauly Shore movie yet. Oh, boy. Let's get some jury duty in Son-in-law. Here. Let's get some Biodome. I'm thinking Biodome. Biodome is the thing I think we're probably going to end up doing. Just a quick tangent. I was... I have uh, this app called Pocket, which, like, shows you, like, the best articles on the internet. And one of them was about the Biodome experiment. I didn't know that this was a real experiment that was done. That, the uh, Bill and Ted adventure? The biodome. <laughs> oh, <thing>. okay. <laughs> that people actually lived in a dome for like a year or something like that, and it like went mm. horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah. Not it sounds like Big Brother. It's true. We do that every year yeah. all the time on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, we don't have to spend millions of dollars. We yeah, just it turns out. get advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> so we were kind of fuzzy on the princesses. Yeah. Well, they don't really yeah. play a major part in no. their movie, for like if I'm being seconds. honest. They build a big castle set, and they're like, they we gotta use it? Like, yeah. That's kind of it. Man, like, they're... It's, a big set piece. it's the big second-act set piece. They barely use it, though. So, we can talk... It falls so they, apart and stuff. Yeah, but. they warp in, and, like, it was... You're right. They mention their future selves tell them, say, like, 
check out the princesses or something like yeah. say hi, hi to the princesses. princesses or give my love to the princesses mm-hmm. yes and then like they almost immediately right after the billy the kid end up and they get well like a billy the kid oh, and socrates right afterwards yeah because right. because yeah. they're like the uh the buddy comedy they didn't know if they wanted to call the them socrates or socrates because <laughs> they kept yeah they, they were flip-flopping back the and first time they say either way the first time they say way. socrates and then he's like look it up in the book it's under socrates and you're like <laughs> yeah i was like i was so confused about that i was like wait why why didn't they just do the Socrates bit from the beginning? It's why funny. I like just, I like it. Socrates, it's funny. But yeah. everyone, I feel it was like a little confusing. It without it. They call him Beat Evan. That's my joke that Beat I thought that was I made. Beat Evan is good. That is a good one. <laughs> Beat Evan was great. Uh, I do like, there's a, the good bit too where they roar back to the real world and they're like introducing all of the people in the phone booth to his stepmom mm-hmm. and they're just giving them names like, this is uh, Bob Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's a- is, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't think of one for this him. This is Marion of Arc. <laughs> like, those are really good. Yeah, it's Bob Socrates. <laughs> Hi, Missy. I mean, Mom. Uh, Miss Preston? We'd like you to meet some of our friends. Yeah, this is uh, Dave Beath Oven. Ah, she seems so sure, madame. And uh, <laughs> Maxine of Arc, Missy, Herman the Kid, Bob Genghis Khan, Socrates Johnson, <laughs> De- Dennis Froude, and uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, they just see the princesses. They think they're gonna fi- they, find they like Henry the Fifth. That's like who they yeah. think they're gonna find. And they find run in there, there to go get him, and then they have like a weird. Yeah, sword they get fight sidetracked. Bit. They do. This whole well, they put on suits. Of, they put suits of armor on and just fight each other for some reason. And I then, couldn't tell if they wanted to focus on collecting the the famous people or if they wanted to focus on the bringing them to the auditorium. I know those are like kind of like that's like yeah, that's I don't like know. the first part of the second act, and then it's like the well yeah third act but they they kind of focus on getting billy the kid they spend a little bit of time with that they spend a little bit of time with the castle but then eventually it's just like you literally see them like teleport in and then grab joan of arc's arm and bring her into the thing Mm -hmm. which we we'd mentioned in part one that we expected we knew at least joan of arc especially was just like a quick grab but you're right it, it is like they it feels like they suddenly realized that this was going to take too long if they were giving yeah. large bits to everybody and so they just sort of wrap it up i think they could have done it in a clever what more clever way where they're like getting Absolutely. people out of there they, and they managed to pull up some funny little bits like when they warp to to beat evan and everyone in the audience like here's the 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 phone booth warp in so they all look over and yeah. beethoven has no clue because he's supposed <laughs> to be deaf so he just continues playing and they come in and just lift him away <laughs> Yeah, but then like later on when he's in the and when the in the electronics store and he's like playing on the keyboards and everything, like the guy's like listen to this and presses a button and then he kind of like he doesn't really react at first and then he like looks at him and starts smiling and I was like is he hearing it or not? Right. Like yeah. what are they what? <laughs> yes, that's true. And then he rocks out like hardcore. He does. You we were right that they are terrible at their instruments because it it does mm-hmm. open, after the opening real is bad. them just and they they openly admit it too. I, I did like their little circular bit in the beginning when they're trying to shoot a totally little, totally rad video. Yeah, that seems very eighties. Like, but we need we need the rad video to get people to like our music. But we need to learn our instruments if we want to like our music, which is why we need to get Eddie Van Halen in the band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, we need Eddie Van Halen, man. He's like, 
I think we should make an awesome video. He's not going to be in our band unless we have an awesome video. Yeah, he's like, well, we need to play in order to make the video. So let's get Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> it's like a good bit of them going in circles. They don't really need to convince anybody about what they're doing. Billy the Kid's like automatically on board. They do, and they There's do, even a throwaway I line. Say, they like, hey, Billy, it. you're getting real used to time travel. Yep, they, they lampshade that pretty good with the whole, you're, you're, you took to time travel pretty well. And, Billy the kid's like, <laughs> and he's like, yes, I did. <laughs> he kind of almost felt like the third member of the team. He did, but, in a way. Uh, he really yeah. did. didn't get built up enough. I would have liked yeah. to have been more. Because he does like save the day during the England time. Mm-hmm. Him and Socrates. Yeah, the, like, it would have been kind of fun if he like became their friend, like even if he stayed in like yeah. modern times even or something. Yeah, like, he, like I, yeah, I can get used to this. He's like hanging out in the pool with some like blonde babes or something. Yeah, they, or with the stepmom. Like, yeah. <laughs> they didn't really take advantage of anything. He sees know? like a, a calendar with like a Texan and like a bikini, like a hot Ooh, babe. With yeah. A cowboy. I get used to this place. Instead, you, you see like Joan of Arc doing Pilates. Yeah. And it's like, I get it because it's 80s, but like, what does that have to do with her? Yeah, like, it doesn't make sense. Is she doing sense. something that like makes sense for her? Because you're in the mall and you're just trying to like figure out things for people to do in the mall i do like abraham lincoln's bit where he's like taking a photo <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yes, and then that the guy was a good one accosts him of like <laughs> stealing the stuff he's like oh this is my hat and beard don't take it i'm abraham lincoln really i really am <laughs> he's like all right i'm gonna need the fake beard and the hat you're right fake that was beard. a really good bit that was a good bit i like that one the the, the beat evan one made a sense genghis khan was okay i would have yeah. liked him like been like a martial arts academy or something that would have been sweet with the beat evan one he was like playing that song and then like for some reason the guy that owned the store was like now mad at him and wanted the police to like escort him out even though clearly he drew a large crowd to your store yeah this seemed yeah. like a good thing you're gonna sell instruments that day there's a couple of bits where they just sort of move on and i don't know yeah. if it's because they weren't sure what to do or cut something or what but there's like even just when they when he takes them to the mall initially like they show up at the mall and he's like this is the mall as they're riding up the escalator and then they get off the escalator and it immediately cuts to like some other student giving their presentation at the auditorium yeah and i was like what happened they're trying Where did to we go like, like we a just time moved. crunch in there for yeah, some reason it was strange i i didn't I don't know. There was a couple of jumps like that where they just suddenly move somewhere else and they're like, we're here now. Don't don't worry about it. And and really with this movie, you don't need to worry about it. There's a whole bunch of, you know, goofs where it's obvious like, oh, yeah, they would have figured that. Like when they uh, uh, Bill pranks uh, Ted's dad early oh, in the movie yeah. to get Bill out of I like that. Ted's that was fun. House. That's pretty classic. He's just like, oh, this is a, a Lieutenant so-and-so at the station. He says Van Halen. Yeah, yeah, Officer Van Halen, you're right. <laughs> uh, I got your keys. Dude, I got your... I mean, uh, sir, we got your keys. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, of course, I'll be there. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I mean, that was just a funny, fun. funny bit. That was a good bit. And, and the movie doesn't take itself super seriously, so... It's, it's generally fine. I don't know. You're right. I think it just contributed to an overall atmosphere of like, this is a movie you can have on in the background, but I don't, you don't need to watch it, watch it. Could have had a few more comedy bits thrown in there. Just like Absolutely. goofy stuff for I them. think they could have done more with the princesses and they did. Oh, for They show doubt. up. One of them is um, the, the exchange student from Better Off Dead. Um, oh, okay. That's an interesting poll. I recognized her immediately, but I wasn't sure what from until like later in the movie when she came back. And I was like, that's... I, I, just because I yeah. love Better Off Dead, I think that's well. Great the movie. Genghis Khan guys, he's been in big trouble. Die Hard, China, Die Hard. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> he eats the Butterfinger and Die Hard or the Snickers bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> yep. The the craziest one. And he, he's one of like the fighters in like the 
very opening fight scene in Big Trouble. In okay, mm-hmm. with all the yeah, when he finds himself gangs. like in the alley and the yeah. two gangs are fighting. Yeah, oh, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the weirdest one I thought was the the woman who plays Joan of Arc was the singing telegram girl from Clue. Oh, that's fun. That makes sense. Yeah, she. I know her just because she also did um one of the the voices on Mission Hill, which is an animated show that we really like. And so I was like, I, she's, she's, her she's, face looks really familiar. And she's very pretty. Mm-hmm. She was kind of looking like Winona Ryder. She looks like Joan of Arc. I thought the same thing. She looked a lot like Winona Ryder in that. And a little like Joan of Arc. Casting yeah. is very fun. <laughs> it would be fun if like a... Uh, Eric Andre or somebody like dressed up like Beethoven and like went into an electronic store and like really jammed out. <laughs> yeah, that, be, yeah. Like, that sounds like something you would do. That'd be really funny. Yeah. That should happen. I forgot that two male friends in the 80s can't show affection to each other. Yeah, they did, they did I, drop an F-bomb I'm, I'm on so that sad. One. They yeah. hug, but they drop an and then, F-bomb. And then they quickly you break know, apart and yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's kind of the equivalent of the no homo, which was only like three years ago. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You're right. You know, that's true. But it, it hasn't it, died away it yet. It did shock me, though, man. I'm so... I, I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? It did throw take me oh. out of the movie for like, oh, like what? Did Ooh. I hear that word correctly? Yeah. I was it's, like, a, it's just like a, it's just a timestamp. It was a timestamp. <laughs> it made me sad because these these bros they love each other. Yep, but they can't show it. Yeah, not even in the old timey middle middle uh, ages. <laughs> right, they true. can't hug. Two bros can't hug, and I'm sad. Bros should be able to hug anytime, any place. Bros hugging bros. Future, past, and present. I say bros should be able to kiss even. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm actually fine. With sure. that. I, I know you're trying to make a bit or a joke or something. Yeah, like, yeah okay. Yeah, like, let's, let's do it. Fine. I'm going all that way. Oh, okay. Not, that seems fine. That's fine. It seems like a fine on the thing. mouth. That, yes, I'm, that's what we yeah, assume. I'm okay yeah, with this. With tongue. What okay. Even? What do you sure think this is? Where you're making a point? I'm just stating things that I want. I mean, people want. I mean, there are. How <laughs> no, you're doing it? All right. Talk me through. The Ziggy Piggy. Oh, God. Talk me through the uncomfortable, most awkward. So, I don't. Oh, my gosh. Napoleon is hanging out with three very underage Clearly, children. Like kids. Like tweens. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And they go to this ice cream parlor called the Ziggy Ziggy Piggy. Piggy. Which is like, I oh don't remember my. this scene at all. Why did this yep. scene so exist? This is, so yeah, this is after they they warp back with him accidentally yeah. and just leave him with the brother and give the brother some money. And Why yeah. does he do that? The first thing they do is what? he, the they brother gets ice. two girls and Napoleon to mm-hmm. go on like a double date to the ice cream place. They yeah. thought it'd be like a funny scene, but then like uh, nobody actually spoke dialogue in that scene. Nope. There were those it two was, creepy. It was just those workers. two people. Yes. Napoleon and then like the kids didn't even really react or no. say anything. No, the, the girls scene. don't do anything, which was a bummer. I thought they would have had some really good opportunities to be really funny. And yeah, just you, the brother being you said, like, like colloquialism. It's of, just like, ice cream, dude. Yeah, I like the girls like talking like a valley accent or something. I don't I know. know. I, I was sitting or, there like, going they like, think why Napoleon's is no... so like sexy because of his French accent. Oh, or sure. something could have been really funny i think oh i mean if maybe if they weren't 13 but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they could have been older i think they were also playing up the idea of him being so short is like he's hanging out with the young kids maybe maybe all four of them get four spoons they yep. share the z- and share the ziggy piggy the ziggy the piggy is, is their like signature the, dish. <laughs> the, yeah it's like a giant bowl of ice cream. bucket of ice cream yeah it's got marshmallows around it it has all sorts of different it's colors like of fudge. ice cream that don't make sense yep it does not look appetizing. I would not want to share ice cream with other people. One bowl with multiple spoons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that seems odd. Napoleon is wearing the most makeup in this movie. And you can kind of oh, see yeah. it in that yes. scene. That's true. His face is like so pasty it's and pale. Over, yeah. 
and you see it in that scene and you see it in like the swimming scenes <laughs> and like so it's like kind of gross seeing like all the makeup and all the ice cream on his face is he supposed to be like, comedy relief it's not funny because he's no, a jerk it's not funny yeah he's all like, the kids call him a jerk too he's just like a c plot that i feel like was pointless except to make the waterloo jokes that's and, true. I don't know. It's his it only it's bad. reason to be in there it's is for the Waterloo. That's, and that's the whole bit is like he, I guess, he like shows off his like the plans for the water park or something. And like, that's the joke. They're like, they're like, that's not going to work, man. Yeah. And they're like, haha, because he, he lost at Waterloo and the park's called Waterloo. He's very like upset. <laughs> he like cheats a lot. That's his gimmick. Yeah. He's very upset when he said I that. I was so good. Again, this was another one where I thought there were so many good opportunities for some really funny stuff. And they just sort of, they don't miss them all, but they don't really exploit them. They just sort of run through it. And they're like, okay, time time is over. Let's go to the next. It's just like making fun of a foreigner a lot, too. That's yeah, kind of like what they're. That's true what his ser- service is in the 80s he could have been anybody like he didn't have to be napoleon in those yeah. scenes like nothing yeah. made him napoleon yeah that's true he could have been like what wasn't there like a pharaoh that was young why don't get him to yeah, hang king out with tut. the kids king that's tut. a good idea he likes water parks that and stuff been fun yep there come you on go. <laughs> he didn't serve any purpose i yeah he, he basically was like a a, a, a child that was like lost yeah. in the city that's why he should have been a kid maybe i don't know <laughs> it would have made more sense yeah and it like if they accidentally like if the kid like wandered in like it because the, the it po- would have made more sense i think too, it if been... they like teleported back to the to the house and was like here take care of this kid because we don't want to bring him to like all these other yeah. places they, like they genuinely thought they he was kinda... a kid could have been funny or if they didn't even realize that he came back with them they wore back and like go in the house and napoleon yeah, like, he just wanders out and he's like what the heck yeah and then he just wanders into and then, the like, yeah, he causes... him at the end that'd be yes. really good that'd be really funny <laughs> that could have been really good or just even just him yeah wandering through the town and like maybe causing mayhem or just disturbances because uh-huh. of what he like maybe he, he like ends up like in a french quarter somewhere Ooh, like yeah you can finally like talk to talk to people i don't know finds himself like commanding a kid army against some other kids or something yeah just yeah something that's, that's then, what i was thinking at the like, end they realize oh shoot, we need to get this guy back too yeah yeah but instead it was like just he's like gotta a get weird... a like like we i think we were even thinking like only napoleon got arrested i i don't remember what we had said part one we, i think we said everyone yeah i think we said everyone okay well everybody did get arrested they, they got arrested because bill and ted were looking for a napoleon yeah yeah which is like frustrating because <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I mean, it's a movie plot too, so you want to add is. like some stakes there. But like, you're going to find one person, and then every you leave everybody else, mm-hmm. and, all, and all of them get lost. I was like, man, we're setting ourselves back even further, and you got this report to do. Yeah, the report because the report came up so fast. That teacher, man, he was just like, I'm gonna. Fl-. We we mentioned this part one, but he's he is genuine. Like, you have till tomorrow you and then a, you he, have to get an a you plus. have to get an a plus or you flunk and then you like just to just to add a little bit of a little little button on the scene he's like as they're leaving he's like hey guys it better be amazing and you're like wow teacher you're just freaking putting all the pressure on him <laughs> yeah brutal didn't seem like a great teacher no. didn't seem like i was trying to help or work with them at all no wasn't giving them ideas if a teacher had maybe given them the ideas to do what they did yeah I don't know. Yeah, be give help, them the, the ability to, to I mean, be creative with maybe their stuff. nothing about what the teacher was teaching was actually inspiring. Maybe it's kind of interesting that the whole movie's premise is predicated when Bill and Ted are bringing Napoleon into the house in an eighty-yard dialogue line. Bill says, "Oh, we should do this with everybody. Let's start getting people from the past." And I was like, 
that that's the whole movie premise and you just kind of like washed over it that fast <laughs> like that's not even like a main point it's kind of odd what did they actually learn too they like they weren't really necessarily doing they this didn't for the anything. project the other people they brought back did their presentation they for do them. have more knowledge during the presentation than previous oh, yeah. they didn't know who those people were but we, you're, we right, would have liked right. to have scenes of them like talking to the the people and like yeah, learning about you're things. right like though having the bit like where they connect with Socrates with the dust in the wind like song lyrics like yeah like you know this teacher needs to just speak to them in their language <laughs> the yeah. one bonding moment they have with all of these people is a cleaning montage oh, that, in like the house. is like lightning fast yep. and I can't even like see what's going on. Are there jokes happening, or no. is it just legitimately no, people just, cleaning? Just a cleaning montage. No, it was literally people what? cleaning. I feel like there's got to be room for jokes there. No, you need to clean the set, and then we can shoot more. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny? If, let's shoot the let's shoot the cleaning. If Genghis Khan tried <laughs> to make like the feather duster into like a staff or something, I don't Ooh, know. That could, yeah, am I th- overthinking the cleaning montage? Honestly, you literally could have done anything because that's just like their one united moment. But they. Yeah do it in like a fast motion 17 different Cause scene the, cause, thing because the, the the setup was that they had to do their chores before it, they could get, get a ride driven yeah. to the mall mm-hmm. i don't know why were they going to the mall because you go to the mall in the 80s this oh because they were going to show people like san Dimas, like because that was part of the report i right? think they were trying they had to have the people like tell what san Dimas was like for them Oh, I don't know. No, no, that was a that the history teacher said the other part was what do people think of San Dimas? Okay, yeah, it's a weird they, report. It's, uh, it doesn't make any sense. It does come up a few times in the presentations. Is, is because someone talks about Maria Antoinette instead, yep. instead of saying let them eat oh, cake, right. let them get related, fast food. Related back to maybe current so events. I, in I San guess Dimas. that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it was basically what would the last part was uh, what would the historical figures think of San Dimas today? Yeah, okay. So I think that's, that's why so they bad. took him to the mall. That, that sounds like a, that sounds like a real thesis but it's kind still, of statement. In a project. Like you guys didn't know that, so no, it's it not very not clear. well clearly laid out. Also, maybe like they could have separated for one time in the film, where like Ted's managing them and like Bill's finding Napoleon Ooh, or something. Yeah. Well, I mean that yeah. doesn't work, Brad. They said if they get separated, the whole world dies, man. You I can't separate them. Why not? I think they separate in part two <laughs> in, in Bogus Journey. I don't know if they separate in part two. Well, they when, they, when they're children or whatever that scene is where one oh, goes into... Oh, that's true. That's into, true. One goes into the bunny They go in different and hallways. And grandma You're right. House. Yeah. It ends badly when they separate. Maybe they shouldn't separate. There you go. And they're children, that's the, too. That's the rule. The lesson. That scene is they so cannot separate. creepy. And then each of them forever. play the other person in that scene, and it's super weird. What? Like Bill plays uh, Ted's like drill sergeant, and then uh, Bill plays Ted's like grandmother. Oh, it's them in makeup <laughs> as the other person in the scene. <gasps> yes. I have to see that. that. Yes, oh, <laughs> I didn't <man>. know that. <laughs> wow. And there's a bunny rabbit. That's the other person. Yeah, the bunny rabbit's creepy. Yeah, it's barely in the movie too, and that's the one thing I remember. Well, let's talk about this movie. What other things did you remember? I think the presentation that they gave... It's fun. Sucks. Oh! I'm, I'm giving that a B if I'm grading that. Not an a Honestly, if you got the real guys, like, if if you're a high, high school history teacher and people come in with actors for their report... That's pretty big. That's huge. 
You gotta give them an A plus. I guess hard. so. Yeah. They had they had a whole light show figured out. I don't know when they had the time to spend on that. No idea. They used the booth to go back a day. They had <laughs> they had risers set up for the people to stand on they too. Did. When they did they did. set that up? Maybe the theater crew is just really good at their high school. Like <laughs> they were like saw them coming in and they were like crews like get the risers in here. Yeah, I, I mean kinda, you've done tech, Andy. It takes a while to does. set up it the lighting. It cues. does. That takes like weeks to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> they did figure out that they could do things in the future to help them in the present. Yeah. So I guess you just have to assume that that's because we'd brought up. The yeah, we, we haven't really stuff. mentioned that. What's your feeling on one. the logic of that? So there's a couple of of time can, travel logics in the film. I was saying, can you well, walk through it? Because we were very unclear about how that worked in part one. So and in, I'm still unclear about. So how before it we get here. into that part, so. Ted has a watch that's always ticking in present day, and that time is always correct, no matter if they go in the past, the future, anywhere else. That clock is is like the the rule that this whole time travel aspect is predicated on. They have like eight real time hours, or however many twenty four real time hours to do whatever they want, time travel and do their thing. But that present day is always moving. Mm-hmm. They can't just like jump till right before the presentation, like constantly. Uh, okay, and, and I, go I, forward. I missed this. But I don't know why they. I can't did not do understand that because when they meet their past selves, yes. and they do the Ted. Remember to wind your watch, and then Rufus is like, "You don't have eight hours. You have two hours, guys." Or mm-hmm. like, "We have a day." He's like, "No, you have two hours." And I was like, "Why do they only have two hours? Why can't they just start from now again?" Yes, I don't know. I, feel I like didn't realize could. that was a thing about the watch. Yeah, as an audience participator, I guess you just have to accept that that's a rule. Yeah, but there are which, ways to I skirt mean, it, which they which they do because they go to the future to set things up to help them in the present. Yeah, so they could if, have just like if you're traveling through time too, isn't your watch actually slowing down? Wouldn't that happen? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so in this movie. <laughs> Not in this movie, yeah. But I, yeah, I, I feel like they have infant time as long as they go right back to the presentation at two forty-five and do their thing. But maybe that's just like a loophole that we're supposed to assume they can't do. Mm-hmm. Closed by the fact that Ted's watch is always running. Time travel movies are confusing. They are. They are. Yeah, they're tough to you, do. It's like uh, you have to do some mental gymnastics to make it make sense in your head. Yeah, and I think this is a movie where that it does work well with the time travel dynamic just because the movie knows it doesn't have to play tight with its continuities, with yeah. you know, anything like that. They're like, look, it's not a serious film. We don't need to be like, make sure everything actually lines up or everything makes sense. If it doesn't in the end, we can just, you know, it's it's a goofy movie. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. They do yeah. travel to the future at one point on accident. They're trying yes. to leave England and just Bill is just like hitting a bunch of numbers on the phone booth. He's trying to get one that works. And he just lands in the, the future world where everyone doesn't say anything and then And then just listens to weird music. Yeah. That's Which kinda... was like so obviously an attempt to do a U two song. Yeah. <laughs> it was like go back and listen to it. I was like, there's no way this is not a U two song. Is U two the music that saves the world? Was that their song? <laughs> The song that was playing in the background, was that them or... Oh, I don't know. Because that, that, whatever that song in the background They're was, on like video like... screens as as themselves at that age. Yeah, they're wearing trench coats. <laughs> <laughs> what was the trench coat idea? <laughs> I was like, is that a thing? Like, Everyone has to glasses. Yeah. Is that kind of like meeting God? Is that, that sort of that it scene? Like how do those people... Like that. Well, who's God? Is our, Bill and Ted, Bill I Ted God I, to yeah, them? Well, they, yeah. They and saved the world. And who are those three people on like the panel? 
I don't know. They weren't quite sitting, but sort of sitting on something. Yeah. They're floating in a way. They, yeah, they were like floating up while sitting. I didn't understand yeah. that part either. But everyone starts doing the, I, the weird guitar motion. I like that they didn't get it right away. They were like, these people are weird. <laughs> and then later they realize it's them doing the guitar motion. Yeah, the guitar motion was like kind of weird too. It doesn't feel well, like, like rock and roll. Yeah, it's they do like it so they, slow. And you're like... They change it up. Well, <laughs> they, they made it their own. They learned the motion here, I would think. So it's kind of like a weird reverse learning a thing it's like because they don't come up with a motion but they see that they're doing the motions like oh this is our motion right so we're gonna do it when they go to the future is that before they save the world or after so the future to me is present day oh what <laughs> I, no, i'm with brad on this i'm with brad on and this. they're trying to save their own humanity Ruf- rufus ends up like breaking the fourth wall a couple times like he's talking to us Sure. As, as an audience, which is weird, and the so movie he's the main character. The mo- he's the, the well, he's the reason everything has to happen. Yeah, and I guess maybe they're maybe they have like a timeline of all the things in the universe, and they know like okay, we had to wait till it. The the movie starts in twenty six eighty eight. Yeah, and then they know to go back in time at this particular date because they need to set in motion bill and ted to do the presentation yeah that makes sense yeah i could see that so i don't know if there's that well, it'd be nice to see like a future beyond this future like what happens to it but yeah it also changes in part two because the cause future <laughs> doesn't look anything like this this is just like plain blue walls kind of look like they're in a cave this was the we had a hundred dollars left in the budget future yeah <laughs> oh, man didn't this movie do well? I feel like it's in the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah, but well, I don't know that's why it did really well I think that makes sense that two looks better in a lot of ways than this one does because they were like, oh, the first one we made for cheap and it made decent money. So let's give some real money to the second time around. Yeah, the second one came out just like two years after, mm-hmm. which this movie came out in 1989. Yep. We, this, I, I couldn't remember that. The second one's way more visually striking. This yes. is kind of oh, yeah. bland and plain. There's not even like a close-up really in this in this whole movie. Yeah, yeah. What's this movie comparable to before its time? This is hard to say. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe a little bit of like Fast Times at Ridgemont High with just like Sean yeah. Penn's character. Yeah, a little like bit. A little bit. Pluck that thing out. It's kind of shot similar. I don't know what else it would be like. That's a good one, like a John Hughes sort of look to John it. John Hughes, yeah, he did sure. Well, he did have like a distinct style. He where, did, and yeah. Framing. It was a bit more dramatic, yeah. too. This is like TV show. This is like MTV framing. Right. But is, even like yeah. not as extreme. It's like Joe's apartment. It's like VH1 framing. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's like pop-up video. <laughs> um. So talking about the time travel, pe- uh, well, not the time travel, but like the logic of like, planning ahead there are a couple scenes where they need to kind of do something in the future to be able to make sure that they're able to do it right now so the first one is that a tape recorder they needed to steal his father's keys Mm -hmm. yep and so he was like we got to steal the keys to get into the jail cell but we don't have the keys because they've been missing for two days and then he's like well why don't i just steal the keys in the future and put them right and then here. put them in a spot where i know where they'd be and then we just find them there and then they just walk over to a spot and they're they're just right there and they're like hey look we got the keys and then yes it, i think it's the tape recorder they, after they that. had to distract the dad away from uh, all the people in the jail which is a bit of a weird 
How do you do that? <laughs> the tape recorder, I guess, works. Who's pressing play? Uh, yeah. There's a so some of the logic is like, I don't know. It would have been fun to see like a Bill and Ted like shadow or like them in like the background like real quick or like yeah. have setting stuff up or like the the whoosh of the telephone booth or something. So so they they have a tape recorder that's like, "Hey dad, I'm over here." "Hey dad." And then like he gets up cuz he hears his son and he goes over and passes and this is like metal gear solid they <laughs> they go behind a uh this this entrance area and go into like a cubicle area and the father finds the tape recorder and it's like now it doesn't know what's going on mm-hmm. and they read on a typewriter that there's a note that they wrote to themselves and, it, and i forget something about you remember this mm-hmm. i forget what it said exactly but the last part was just like duck yeah told him to duck so they duck down as someone got up and went to get some coffee. Mm-hmm. Then they go and open the jail cell. Nobody's really looking at them, but there are people like all around. And as they're letting out all of the historical figures and trying to escape through a window, the dad shows up and keeps demanding that uh, Ted's going to go to military school, that he's mm-hmm. already signed him up. That's already going to happen. At first it was like, you have to have to pass this history exam now it doesn't even matter he just signed him up that i that was a piece of consistency that i liked because when ted is explaining to bill about that he's just like my dad already bought the ticket like he signed me up i gotta pass this exam and i'm like bro if you already signed you up and bought that ticket you're going that's not a question and then that is confirmed later yeah and then they well they didn't even talk about it after the fact yeah but the last thing that they do right before they all escape because the father is basically right there is He's like, I need to think about a trash can or something like that. Yeah, I don't know how that trash can. I don't know that how was, that happened. That, we were confused about that in part film. one, and I was hoping you guys would help me in part two here. It doesn't I make genuinely sense. don't understand yeah. the trash It doesn't can. make she sense. She doesn't tie his shoes together or something else. I don't know. Yeah, and then, they, then he couldn't get the trash can off himself? Like, How? <laughs> how? Yeah, it's a cartoon. <laughs> it is a cartoon. It's a cartoon. He's bumping into the... the, the the cell and everything, and I was like, the trash can said wild stallions too. They had the time to write wild stallions <laughs> on the trash can. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, none of that made any sense to me. No, it came out of the blue, and but they just escape. They escape, and they basically go to the auditorium to to do the mm-hmm. actual the actual thing. It's a nice third act. It is seeing actually. seeing all that stuff pay off. Yeah, it is. I liked uh, when Freud was interrogating Ted, <laughs> and he like reveals like the daddy issue that he has with it. Yeah, and then he like he goes to Bill and's like, "Do you need help, Bill?" He's like, "No, I just got some out of his problems." Yeah, he's like, "I just got a, I just got an edible complex." <laughs> yeah, an edible complex, <laughs> which is like the one time they finally did a joke. Yeah, that, that was, is yeah, true, and that was a really good. <laughs> and I actually laughed. I was actually, like, "Why till now? Why'd you wait?" Ted's father's own fear of failure. It's caused him to make his son the embodiment of all of his own deepest anxieties about himself. And hence, his aggression transference onto Ted. Wow. Okay, Ted. <gasps> yes. Thank you very much, Sigmund Freud. Hmm? Nah. Just got a minor Oedipal complex.
I thought the dynamic with the stepmom was really was actually very funny in the, the thing because it's like you know they mentioned wasn't it weird when she was a senior and we were freshmen? <laughs> I asked her to prom, dude. <laughs> yeah, like and then like when the dad dude, comes your in, stepmom's to, hot. The dad comes in, and he's like asking, he's like, dude, "How's it going, up. boys?" And they're like, "Not good, dad." And then <laughs> the they go talk about care. all the problems, and he's just staring at the mom's butt the whole time mm-hmm, and yep. just like, "Yep, yeah, mm-hmm, sounds good, guys." And then shuts him out of his own room so they can like they bang in bing there. bong <laughs> in, bing bong all in over. His Room. Room. Yeah, Ted even mentioned it. He's like, he dude, your dad's about to go all over her in your room. He's, He's like, like, shut, shut up, up, dude. <laughs> That's weird. Like, the dad almost oh. like is getting off on the fact that it's like his son's right. room. But like the, and it's right. funny though because the stepmom also it just seems really agreeable seem to the it. whole thing. Like the, she's, she's just it. a nice person. It seems yeah. like, and she's into the dad. It's she's as got, well. She's got I some. I don't, uh, I don't get it. Whatever reverse works, I guess. Pull going on. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> she's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, what else? So. They obviously do the 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 whole thing, and mm-hmm. it, it it goes really really well, and it goes so well that uh, after they teleport out of there, the whole crowd is just like, "We want more! We want more!" Like they did really really well. You don't even see the teacher like really grading them or anything. <laughs> no. You don't even maybe see the they, teacher at all. Who knows? All they got was a B plus. Maybe yeah. you don't even know. They might have failed. <laughs> They already it's got okay because Ted, Ted, and Bill's dad saw them, so they they approve of their son for the first time ever. Yeah, that's true. I, I think so. I, yeah, because the dad walked in, and he was like, "What are they doing up there?" He's yeah. like, "Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna watch them. That's what we're. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're gonna care about our sons for once in our lives." Yeah. And so we get to the the last scene. This is odd. Yeah, you didn't like this. Well, Rufus gives. Bill and Ted, the princesses. Yeah, he just shows up. He kidnaps. He kidnaps two women. Yep. from another time, and literally g- gifts them. Gifted as like property as, pres- to, as presents, as gifts of success, of gifts of success to Bill and Ted. Yeah, along with two guitars. That is a part that has not aged well. <laughs> I don't think it. <laughs> well, I don't think it aged well then. Either. Yeah, that's, it seemed bad then. It's like well, what? what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily have to defend it. Their only explanation was that they were going to be marrying these other two guys that they didn't want to marry. Yeah. And so I think maybe this was an out for them that they wanted versus <laughs> the other option. I'd watch. That's not me defending them, no, but no. that's what they said. I'd watch this episode of 90 Day Fiance. That's true. <laughs> well, it works out, though. Fiance'd. No, this yeah. works out, though, because they're band members as well is what they say. That's true. Which I don't know if that's actually going to play a factor in part three. And then well, in, in part out. three, they they have kids. They have that, kids, that, so, so maybe it's with those. Could yeah, be. The same they definitely. Ones. I like that we're calling it part three. <laughs> <laughs> the the billogy called B and T three. The billogy. Bill and Ted Ooh, face the, the music. Is it even called Bill and Ted three face the music, or is it just Bill and Ted face the music? I think it's called Bill. And Ted Do they face drop the, the three? Well, they don't even say two and two. It's Bill and Ted's bogus journey. That's true. Yep. So I don't think it's going to say three. Oh, okay. Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah, I don't like that the Rufus just like gives 
Yeah, um, it's no, I, I totally woman. agree. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Maybe Rufus felt he had to because they're <sighs> band members as well. well it's also then it's weird because like Rufus is like nonchalant Rufus, about it too. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and then he d- like directly asks their autographs. Like this is like a I look. I gave you the women. You give me the autograph. <laughs> you're like no. I think he even asked for their autographs. Yeah, because see, he? they're in the band. Yeah. That's when he mentioned that line because they're in the band, and I was like, okay, that's an afterthought. So yeah. is Rufus <laughs> manipulating everything? Thing from the top down. Ooh, this was all secretly Rufus's. Here's plot. the thing, though: we don't ladies... ever know who's actually in control. So I think Rufus is actually. What if Rufus is actually a villain? And Rufus this seems is like a bad guy. The world, Ooh. yeah, right. You never quite. Seem I, sure I don't think he's destroying are. the world, but he's definitely shaping it. Do you think they're going to carry Fisher him? He's assuring that that world exists. Yeah. Like, what could have possibly happened differently from that future that caused yes. them to not? pass or not pass this exam or whatever like he just took it upon himself to go back to fix something but how is it broken yeah you is know this, a ter- this is terminator maybe it for, is terminator for him oh geez is it terminator for him he's reverse terminator is this it. terminator it's a reverse it's terminator. a terminator in reverse <laughs> <laughs> this is terminator <laughs> bill and ted is terminator you kind of connect every time travel movie in a way yeah Terminator's Bill and Ted. <laughs> wait a wait a minute. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. This was a movie that you put on in the background. Yeah, but if you're gonna watch a Bill and Ted until we you don't know need three to focus great, hard, watch number two. I think it'd be fun to see what kids today think of the '80s in this world, like seeing a mall. Yeah, I mean that mall was very '80s park. Yeah, yeah. I mean it looked fun. It looked fun. I I'm I hope that this is a well written script for part three. Mm. I mean, it seems like everyone involved was just having a real fun time making it. So that's what I'm you know, hoping. If everyone's that's, having a fun good. production, I hope that comes across on thing. screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think they're gonna carry Fisher, uh, George Carlin? You were trying to say that they replace yeah. her with Wendy Shaw. Wendy Shaw. Yeah. Who's that? Bob's Burgers. Who's a comedian? Last Man on Earth. Kristen uh, Shaw. Kristen Shaw. Sorry. Ah. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I, I haven't looked confused. at anything. Yeah, <laughs> your shawls. Um, I yeah, I haven't looked at anything for part part three. So Great. I don't know. I suggest I'm, not I'm looking up. at any. I'm not going to. I haven't even watched the trailer. The only thing I've seen are just vague tweets from Ed Solomon online. He seems like he had a real good time making yeah the movie. So it'll be fun to talk about the situation we're into at some point during uh, maybe that part when we do a, what we saw of Bill yeah. and Ted of just like in general movies being released. Not in theaters yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Just the whole dynamic hey, of the world we're living in. Tenet's coming out, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun Maverick is like, nev- like oh, pushed back. Oh, why'd you have to remind oh, no. me, Brad? It's like never coming out. Oh, Movies no. are never coming out anymore. Or 2020 number one will be the year for movies. Yeah, because every everything that got postponed is just going to come out in that year. Yeah, it's going to be like the best Insane release yeah. schedules in 2021. It'll be the 1999 of uh, <laughs> yeah. our generation. Ooh, yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on that episode and every episode that you do of our show. The next movie we're doing has the tagline, No Introduction Necessary. We remember American Psycho. New card. What do you think? Whoa. Very nice. Patrick, you're so sweet. Jean? Yes, Patrick? Would you like to accompany me to dinner? Sabrina, why don't you dance a little? 
Christy, get down on your knees. We're not through yet. That's a wonderful suit. It looks so soft. I don't think I can control myself. If you stay, something bad will happen. I feel lethal, on the verge of frenzy. I think my mask of sanity is about to slip. Have any witnesses or fingerprints? Actually, yes. Hmm. You're inhuman. I know my uh, behavior can be erratic sometimes. Hey, Paul! So, what do you do? I'm into, uh, well, murders and executions mostly. I have all the characteristics of a human being, but not a single clear, identifiable emotion. I simply am not there. I, uh... <laughs> I just had <laughs> to kill a lot of people!